Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I've taken over now since September. We've got in there renovated five units. I've probably added, I would say, five hundred to $600,000 worth of value since I've taken over in September, which I don't think a property manager would have done. So for someone who maybe is invested in single family or isn't invested in real estate at all, what would your advice be for them looking to get into something like into that? Into multifamily? Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a lot. I mean, I've seen people go from zero properties right into multifamily, and it does depend on your personality. Are you willing to put in the work? I mean, learning how to manage tenants properly, learning how to be creative, structured deals. There's a lot that goes into it. So would I encourage a new investor or a beginner investor to jump right into multifamily? Probably not, but that's not saying I wouldn't encourage someone to. Um, and that all depends on you know, where they're at in their career and how much time they're willing to put in. I know when I started, for example, I had advice, um, don't move into Hamilton. If you're in Barrie, you're working full time, do not move into Hamilton. It's a different tenant profile. You're gonna run your business to the ground. Like you're in Hamilton, you're in Barrie now, you're working full time, like it's a different breed of tenant. And I went against a lot of that advice and said, you know what, I'm gonna do what it takes. If I gotta call in sick because I have to go to Hamilton and deal with an issue, that's what I'm gonna do. I kind of made the investing side my priority. Right. And I had, um, so back to your original question, I would say build a database of people doing it. So if something happens, uh, you know, tenant doesn't pay, it's literally five minute phone call away, right? You pick up the phone, oh. what do I do? Um, if for some reason you have a pipe burst in your unit at two o'clock in the morning, what do you do? How do you shut the water off? Do you let it run till the morning time, right? right? So just having someone you know, that you know you can rely on and even pick their brain prior to investing to mm. build that confidence. Yeah. Right? So because have, basically having mentors. Definitely, definitely having mentors and a, and a support system. On top of mentors, you need like support system people doing it, right? right? So, yeah, because I know, I mean, I know that you mentioned a bunch of your buddies own own like a lot more, like, yeah, like yeah. bigger, bigger, massive portfolios. Yeah. Like, what's one of your buddies that of like the how big portfolios? They're over four hundred units. Yeah. So you have so, them in your network. Those are yeah. really cool people to talk to and and run stuff by for counsel, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So. And then a lot of the other kind of. Um, Meetup groups we go to. There's other investors with 100 units, 50 units, 70 units, and you, that's that's where I personally like like to go and learn from, is because someone's always doing something different or new. And sometimes you're like, I would never do that. This guy's crazy. Sometimes you're like, Hey, I never thought about that, right? Right. So you're always picking up a trick here and there. Because I know um, before we jump into the next one here, I know you're you're looking to go from the 8.6 that you're at million to the 25 million. What? What do you think is going to be one of the biggest reasons that, or biggest ways that is going to help you get to that goal? Scaling. Yeah. Scaling business, uh, bringing on employees. So right now, for example, property management, yeah. we're thinking the next property we need to hire property management, like an in-house property management. I can't find a good company. I've gone through multiple companies. It's difficult. Um, there's a lot of work for the bit of money that you actually pay them so right. I so I understand why it's not done to the my standard it's not there for them no it's just for example my 12 unit building the one I've done five five units recently on that building has had multiple plumbing issues uh, <coughs> multiple tenants leaving dealing with move outs so uh, also forms and for late payments so for a property manager <coughs> they'd be spending 10 15 hours a week I think my rent rolls around 12,000 bucks on that. So they're making $1,200 to spend that, that much time, right? So if they had three of my buildings, they'd be kind of swamped with, with time, 
So right. they're only going to make you know three to four thousand dollars running a forty-hour kind of work week business. Right. So I, I understand it from that point. Um, so I, I think the next step we're going to need to hire an in-house and kind of grow from there. But yeah, definitely scaling the business right. is is what's going to help us grow. A bit of a two-prong question um, in relation to you dealing with property managers and or because you're still dealing with some right now, right? For properties. You still I, I, I took it over myself, took it over yourself. but knowing that I'm going to be bringing on an in-house. So I've had it myself um, so for, for the multifamily side of things. Do you think that's one of the biggest reasons that the property management side, like hiring a third-party property management, do you think that's like what you just said before about the margins aren't there, they're spending, like there's just not enough money for them? I mean, the biggest reasons their main know? goal, for example, is obviously to bring the owner uh, the most value. So prior to me taking over this building, I took it over the 12 unit in September. Um, units were turning over, and I would see a new rent roll at $75 more a month. And I'm going, okay, well, I didn't know that unit was vacant yet. I guess someone had moved out and they're moving in. I'm going, I could have renovated and got $600 more a month. Yeah. So I just lost a few hundred grand. Right. Right. Things, things like that. And I would tell them, listen, if if maintenance is over X amount for the month, let me know. We need to budget kind of thing. We want to stick to a certain amount of maintenance per month. If it's over that, just give me a heads up. A lot of times I wouldn't get the heads up. It would, you'd see X amount of money coming in. It's like, he's like, oh yeah, but it had to be done. Like we had no choice. Well, let me know that, right? A lot of issues like that had come up. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I've taken over now since September. We've got in there renovated five units. I've probably added I would say five hundred to six hundred thousand dollars worth of value since I've taken over in September, which I don't think a property manager would have done. Right. So I guess what would be advice then for, for investors within say the you know the five to ten, fifteen units sort of range, hire property managers. Okay, so I, I think you like everybody should manage tenants on their own to know what they understand and like and for uh, what you were talking about before, maintenance issues, costs, right? Because for example, if you have a clogged toilet and your property manager sends you a bill of $599, is that right? Is that not? What well, was an emergency call? Well, you could have called someone else, couldn't you? Right? So I mean managing and kind of knowing you know, typical maintenance costs on right. things uh, is, is a good idea prior to bringing in a property manager at first when you're starting out. Right. right? And then you'll kind of you know, know what the typical costs are for things, know how the property should be run. So when somebody comes in, um, you're kind of able to manage your property manager. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I 100% um, can can agree with that side of things, and and I see that a lot of the times, even for us, where you know they you know they will get a bill for 400 bucks, and you're just like, like what yeah. is this? Like this could have been 100. Yeah. Like come on now. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of other calls or whatever. They're just racking on some extra fees, and it's just, I mean, if it is what it is, I understand they have to make money, and I for get, sure. I get for sure. but like you want to make it. You you want them to make money mm -hmm. because then they're going to put time and effort into your property, right? Yeah. Um, so, how did you how did you transition then from property management that then you taking over? You just walk in the property management office and just say, right, "We're done." Or well, no, I've had a couple of um, you're talking about firing property management yeah, taking over. Yeah, so I've had multiple conversations. One being um, the maintenance. If maintenance is over X amount, you have to let me know. Um, things uh, about tenants. If there's an issue with the tenant, let me know. Like if I'm in town because I'm in town from time to time, like I can serve them with a form. Like things were getting out of hand. My maintenance since I've taken over was uh, about, on average, a couple thousand dollars a month less a month on that 12 unit. So multiple conversations, things still weren't getting done. So I pretty much just said, listen, this isn't working out for us. 
um, I'm going to be taking over from here. And that's, I, I did have a bit more time because I had left my job. Right. So I said, listen, I have time to manage this now. So Are you full-time now? Like, yeah. Like just with the properties? Yeah, in agency? Yeah. 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 Two, two years now. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So then how are you going to scale and then bring it all in-house? Like what would be the first step for you to then in-house? Okay, so I have what in-house means. I would, I would create a property management company, a formal property management company, right. and bring in an employee. Right. Like a first employee for property management and train that property manager. Right? right. So he would know what I like. It would be his full-time gig just on my portfolio. Doesn't deal with anybody else. And everything's handled kind of to my standards. Right? That's awesome. That's mm. awesome. So when do you think you will have that, I guess, the first employee training? Probably as soon as we close this. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So let's talk about so. this one. Unless you have any other questions. Yeah, let's do it.